Welcome to the Girl Power Alliance podcast, where you're going to meet and hear from some inspiring women with incredible stories who are leading in business and in faith. We are on a mission to impact the world by empowering women to dream bigger through kingdom-minded mentoring and leadership. This is where women grow. Welcome back to the Girl Power Alliance podcast. I'm so excited about my guest today. Um, What we're going to be talking about is a subject that is near and dear to my heart. Those of you that have been following me know this. Let me give you a little bit of background on our beautiful guest today, Maggie Williams. She's a certified health and lifestyle coach, loves teaching women how to transform their lives through simple daily healthy habits. She's the author of the book, God's Design for Your Health and Wellness, which is a roadmap to living your dreams with excellence and improving your health. This 12-week Bible study is a biblical approach to living an abundant life. She teaches cooking classes, workshops, and does speaking engagements. She also does individual and group coaching. Her online course, 30 Days to Create Your Healthy Living Blueprint, helps women create their personal wellness plan so they have the tools to jumpstart their health. Her business, Coach Maggie for Health, for health, the the number four, is all about equipping women to go from tired, overwhelmed, and hooked on sugar and junk food to calm, active, and learning to avoid foods that rob your energy. Maggie is a retired school teacher, mother of four adult children, grandmother to eight beautiful darlings, and blessed to be married to her husband and best friend. She loves spending time with family, gardening, cooking, and reading. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here. Um, I just have to comment. I am getting my very first grandchild in in just a few months. That's exciting. I know. Very, very excited. Grandchild number one. Well, I'm so happy to have you here. And um, I share so many passions that you do. And I know I read your bio, but I think um, it would be wonderful if you could just share something a little bit more about yourself, maybe a little bit more on the personal side. Okay. Well, I was born and raised in Los Angeles. and I live in the Midwest now, so quite different. Um, And met my husband in college. So we're college sweethearts of 40 plus years and have four children. Uh, We moved to the Midwest for a job change for him. And it's a totally different world here. And so, um, again, that's part of really my story is just that change. Um, Four very active kids in sports and just all of that goodness. And then they all left to pursue their own careers and just excited to see what was the next chapter after retiring. So when you guys moved from California to the Midwest, did your children still live at home? Yes, they were young. They were definitely young. And I think at that time we thought, okay, if we're ever going to do this kind of a major move, it needs to be when they're little and the transition would be easier. So actually two were not even in school and the other two were just in grade school. Oh, okay. So, so they grew up in the Midwest. Yes, they grew up. Yes. Okay. Wonderful. Well, I'm in California, so I feel like, um, and I've traveled, I have, my daughter lives in another state and I've traveled and stuff. So I I feel like every state is, it's like in Europe, you know, the size of our states are countries and each country has its own culture. But I really feel like the United States is like that, even just within each state. There's its own, it's its own entity, its own culture, its own Mm -hmm. traditions and stuff like that. And so um, you, so were you teaching school then in the Midwest when you moved? No. Um, when I, or in California, 
No, I was just a stay-at-home mom. I continued to be. And then as my kids got a little bit older, I even did a little bit of homeschooling after we made the transition. And then once they got into school, then I went to work. And so that sort of transitioned. Um, when I was the stay-at-home mom, I made everything from scratch, mm-hmm. you know, did all those great motherly things. And then all of a sudden I was working. And then once they started getting into high school and eventually college, then, you know, all of that went to the wayside and it was, you know, fast food on the way to attract, you know, meat and basketball and youth group and piano lessons. And so things started to change a bit. I feel this is, like I said in the opening, this is a subject I'm really, really passionate about because we all live very, I mean, we live very busy lives. Just, it's just, it's the world today. Mm-hmm. And I believe that the enemy uses busyness, distraction, chaos to first and foremost attack us through and distract us through a lack of health. Yes. I, I believe it's the number one thing when people, when I work with people and I, you know, they want coaching or mentoring, it's always the first place I start because. Right. Uh, you know, I believe, which I know you do too. I know you share this belief that to have to entertain real transformation and change, regardless of this of where it starts with first and foremost stewarding your health. Yes, absolutely. You know, last year my big emphasis was mindset, because again, that's a actually mindset and self care. You know, they're like twins. Um, But really for both, we tend to be, and I think especially women, you know, we sometimes put ourselves down. We've got that extra little bit of weight. Um, We compare ourselves. And so we deal with all of these different issues. And often, even though we're trying to live out our purpose, we're just too tired. We we have no energy. We have no time. We're, We're spread too thin. And so that's such a huge part. And then, of course, self care. We're not taking care of this temple that God's given us. And so we don't have what it takes to be in those good and strong relationships and and be the kind of woman that we really want to be. Absolutely. It's it's so common that it is normal, which is, I think, really, really sad. So so share with everybody how God kind of transitioned you. How did it start that you went from... I mean, obviously, I I think people can, um, they can understand and even relate to going from being a stay-at-home mom, and then as they grew, you worked into a career. But then how do you take this career that you worked hard to become a teacher, and then now you literally transition into health and wellness? Kind of walk us through that journey and kind of what God was, was he planting seeds along the way, or did it happen suddenly? I would love to hear that. It was a very gradual thing. Uh, Again, I grew up... Um, which, you know, in Southern California, it's the weather's great. People eat quite differently than they do in the Midwest, excuse me, in the Midwest. And um, my husband and my kids and I had gone to visit family in North Carolina for Christmas. And this was still back in the day where you took pictures and you developed them and you mailed them. And my sister sent me a picture and I looked at it. And of course, I glanced at everyone else. And then I did what most of us do. I narrowed in on myself and I thought, oh my goodness, what have I done? And I was probably at that time a good 30 to 40 pounds heavier. And it was like, how did that happen? And again, the picture, a picture doesn't lie. 
And that's when you notice it. And about that time, I think I was starting to ease into menopause. And then it wasn't but a couple years that my oldest daughter decided to go back out to California to San Diego to college. And little by little, she'd come home each you know, semester or in the summer and say, I'm not eating this anymore. We don't eat that. <laughs> and then it was like, okay, whatever. And first it was milk and then it was pork. And then it was, you know, she was suddenly, you know, paying more attention to the shampoos and the ingredients in them. So if anything, my daughter, without even realizing it, starting to see her be more aware of what she put in her body as well as on her body made me start to think, and again, here I was starting menopause, feeling tired, had extra weight, no energy, sleep. And so really it was a combination of all of those things that I realized I needed to go back to the basics, cooking meals, taking walks, doing more things, and started to see my health improve. And then it seems like, you know, friends would make comments or ask questions. And so I became sort of the go-to a little bit for people. How do I do this? Or what are you eating? That looks really good. And um, so I think that was it. And it was something that I loved talking about and I loved learning about. And so I think it just was a natural progression. And I love teaching. I like talking to people, making connections. So it just was a natural fit. So then I signed up for a year-long a certification program to be a health coach. And that's how it all started. That's awesome. And I think that um, it, it's a really beautiful picture of how um, it, it's kind of full circle. I feel like, right. you know, we, we don't, n- not necessarily, I mean, some families just, it's cultural the way that they eat and, um, and so it's even harder to break those habits, but, but for right. some people they started off kind of, you know, everything was, even homegrown for some people. And then you just get busy and you get in that phase of life. And then it, then it just becomes a a habit of convenience right? until something happens. It's interesting because I feel like people take their health for granted until their health is not health anymore. And the, the interesting thing about, you know, all of the things that we have done as a society in the name of convenience and, you know, to try to make life easier, we've really just been slowly poisoning ourselves. And um, it, it's, it is now the norm. I mean, statistically, right. it is the norm for women. Over se- it's like over 76% of w- adult women take antidepressants and or anxiety medications. Um, there it's, and it's been even on the rise this year, even more because of just the state of the world, right? COVID and all these things. And and interestingly enough, I mean, the thing that you're so passionate about stewarding your body, taking care of your health, having vitality and energy, it really, I could get on a soapbox and talk about this because it really irks me that that's not the thing we're talking about 24 seven publicly right now, because the best way to fight off anything COVID or anything else is to have a strong, healthy body. Right. And you're right. And that's been one of those things that has irritated me. We're talking (laughs) vaccine and we're not going to go there, but we're talking about all of these things and nowhere we're talking about, you know, hand sanitizers. And again, some of these things aren't necessarily bad, but no one is saying, take care of your body, make sure that you're doing those things. And originally I was considering myself a health and wellness coach. And I've since sort of transitioned to the idea of health and lifestyle, because 
two years ago, I got myself sick Mm. and I had retired and I thought, okay, now it's time to jump in with both feet into this business. So I was coaching, writing blogs, doing all of these things, but I wasn't taking care of me. So weight wise, I looked pretty much like I look now and I was eating healthy, but I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't slowing down. I was constantly on the computer or laptop or phone and it took its toll. And so at night, instead of sleeping, my mind was reeling with ideas and and it was exciting, but it took its toll for sure. And again, that's something that often, like you said, you don't make the change until you have that wake up where suddenly you're sick. And that's what happened. It's and what you're talking about, I think, is is other women are listening, going, "What? That's not normal." <laughs> exactly, it's such exactly. a normal thing. Um, mm-hmm. I I dealt with adrenal fatigue. It took me almost a year to heal it. And my and and the interesting thing for me personally is my diet was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I exercise every day. Mine was stress and learning how to manage stress and learning and, and retraining myself, um, in a habit for, for sleep. Sleep is really where, and, and sleep is really the, for me, that was the area that I had to work extra, extra hard at, at like reinventing the way that my body learned how to rest. Um, among, among other things, of course, managing stress is a whole, that's a whole (laughs) separate topic in and of itself. But, um, we are so overstimulated in general, just, it's just the way that we live. We're on screens, especially now people have been at home. Mm -hmm. Even people that weren't on screens are on screens. You know what I mean? And that does a number of things just cognitively to your brain. Um, and, and again, I take it all back. I take it all back to the word of God because it's, it's wonderful to me as we continue to advance science and innovation when it comes to how to take care of our bodies more and more things scientifically are proving what the word of God has always Always. said. Absolutely. Yes. And I have definitely seen that. And, you know, we're seeing a lot talking about rest. Well, that's one of the commandments. (laughs) And now doctors are meditation. That's scriptural. So you're right. Absolutely. All of these things are things that, you know, Science is trying to say, look what we've discovered, but it's been there. And I think we definitely need to get back to that. And that was one of the things that I just didn't rest. I didn't turn off. And so I am so big on that now, because again, we're often looking for that magic bullet. We're looking for that, that, that program that, that I'm going to do that shake that whatever. And there's a lot of good stuff out there. So don't get me wrong. Yeah. But again, we need to learn how to take care of those things without the outside outside stimulus that you're talking about, where it's, it's only if I run three miles a day, it's only if I start the day with this shake, it's only if I pop these pills. No, this is a lifelong thing. And I think the other thing that's so important is that when we are out of sorts, when we are out of good health, everyone else around us typically is. Because we've often thought, that so much of illness is genetic, but a lot of it is really habit and lifestyle. You eat, the people in your home eat how everybody else in the home eats. And so a lot of times we'll think, well, you know, my, my parents were overweight and my grandparents and my siblings, so it's just a genetic thing. But the fact is you all ate the same food more than likely. Yeah. Or if everybody's high strung, 
you lived around each other. So we have to learn, like you said, reprogram ourselves completely. I think what you're doing is so beneficial. I mean, and even in your own story, you know, it started with your daughter and look at the ripple effect. She wasn't trying to coach you or do anything. You, you, she was leading by example in her own life and it impacted you, which now has impacted, I I would venture to say hundreds, if not Mm -hmm. thousands of lives because of changes that your daughter made. So you're exactly right. I mean, you decide to take, you know, to, to treat this, this temple, this body Mm -hmm. a certain way, and it will impact people that you know, and people that you don't know around you. Right. Right. And, and, and that's exactly how it happens. And I am huge on baby steps. I'm constantly saying consistent baby steps are bigger and more beneficial and more long lasting than those giant ones. And so often when we get ready to start something, we say, okay, I need to exercise. So we sign up for, you know, maybe a class three days a week when we barely can get out of bed. Yeah. And, or we say, I'm going to start running. I'm going to run a mile. I did a 5k, um, about five years ago. And, uh, again, my kids inspired me and actually the health coaching started shortly after that. Wow. Because once I achieved that goal at 60, I said, Oh my goodness, what else can I do? It, it, it just lit a fire in me. But as I watched them, on that, you know, 5k route and saw the people going through, I thought, I want to do that. And so my kids were constantly texting, how you doing, mom? Did you run today? And I could barely run around a track when I first started. But a friend who had done several said, you know, I'll do it with you. And we'd meet at the high school track. And in the beginning, I could barely run halfway around the track. But in five, six months, I was able to run 3.2 miles. So I was able to complete that 5K without stopping wow. because it was it was the baby steps. Yeah. And again, we so often jump in and then it's so hard. We hit all these roadblocks and we say, it's not worth it. I knew it wasn't going to work. I knew I couldn't do that. And it's with everything. And that's what the enemy wants. He wants, yes. I, I believe that the enemy wants us exhausted, exactly. stressed out, in a, in a mental fog, he wants us exhausted. I think I may have started with that, but that that's a big one. People are so tired all the time. And, and I believe that he also wants us like frayed. He wants us emotionally frayed. He does not want us clear. He does not want us to have vitality and he does not want us to look forward into our, our latter years. I say 30 to 40 beyond, because when you're young, 30, you know, 40 and beyond seems super old, but I will tell you, I turned 47 this year. I feel sharp. Um, Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm the menopausal age and I, I swoop in and out. I'm, I am not officially there yet, but I have all the things, Mm -hmm. but I'll tell you, I take really good care of myself and I, I feel mentally sharp. I have energy. I'm doing more than I ever, ever did. So the enemy wants us to believe this lie that as we get older, you know, we're winding down like our years of vitality and impacting the world are lessening as we get older. And I just rebuke that. (laughs) I rebuke that. I I agree. And it's, and one of the things that really got me going is just the fact on any given Sunday at most churches, if they have a bulletin, you see a list of prayer requests for sickness. 
And just in, you know, your typical circle of friends, you say, how are you doing? And everyone is tired and there's no energy and the relationships are stressed and strained. And so again, it all goes back to how we think, goes back to our health. And you're absolutely right. I think that is definitely, it's keeping us from being our best. It's keeping us from living our life purpose. You know, we each have our place. And if we're not doing it, who is? So So powerful. Um, What you're doing is holy work. It's holy work. So I want to just tell you, thank you. Um, You do. So I want to, let's, let's talk about that really quick. You do one-to-one coaching, group coaching, you have programs, you have a book, Mm -hmm. tell everybody what you're offering and how they can connect with you, your websites and all the good stuff. Okay. Well, my website is coach Maggie, the number four, and then health. And I've got recipes on there. I think cooking is a huge part. And we have seen more people getting into cooking during this time of COVID, which has been a wonderful thing. So I I definitely enjoy doing that. And then my book is 12 weeks. Uh, I've taught it live to uh, different groups. And I know some have have bought it and done it, you know, uh, sort of a one-on-one with each other, with a friend to keep accountable. Because again, God's word, we've got to keep bringing that back. Yep. And helping with relationships, um, being setting the tone for the home. Women, we do that. Yep. You know, that's part of our assignment. And so it dives into God's word and how we can apply that. God's word is alive and well. And then I'm on Instagram. I'm just wetting my feet. And that's coach.maggie. And then this program is on my website, 30 Days to Create Your Own Personal Blueprint, because um, just we have a lot in common, but what your needs are are different than mine. And so this is just sort of an, a boot camp intro where there's a video and there's worksheets, and it just allows you to choose, well, what are two things you can do to get more rest in your life? What are two things you can do to start working on self-care? So it allows you, because again, I can help you and coach you, but you have to be the one that's going to decide, this is what I want to do. And then I'm there as the cheerleader saying, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. And sometimes a little bit of a drill sergeant. I so, like that. <laughs> so, those, so those are the things, because similar to what we've heard lots of times, especially in church, you can give a person fish or you can teach them how to fish. And a lot of things out there are giving people the fish. Yeah but they have to keep giving and giving and the people have to keep buying and buying and buying. My idea is I want to work myself out of a job. I want to teach you so that you can, so you don't burn yourself out so that you can really dive in and be everything God wants you to be. Mm. Well, for all of her information, if you're listening on the podcast, it will be available in the show notes so that you can connect with her um, you can, you know, have access to her programs, her book, her coaching, and the same. If you are watching this on our YouTube channel, just right below the video and in the information, you will have access to just click the stuff and find her immediately. I, I just, uh, you, you are a huge inspiration. Um, I, I hope that. Uh, can, do you want to share your age? Sixty-seven. If you are watching, I hope you are inspired by this incredibly. Um, energetic and just inspiring, motivational woman. I am. And, and I, I know that you are not nearly done yet. You not got- at all. I'm just beginning. <laughs> <laughs> just beginning. Just beginning. 
it's exciting. And, and I hope that this will serve not, not just as an inspiration, but as an example to those of you that are listening, no matter what your age, if you are breathing every right. day that you are breathing is another opportunity to take steps to actually have better health as you get older than, than worse. And we don't have to go into decline. Right. We can, and I, and I agree with you. I don't believe that genetics is necessarily the, our, our destiny. We can fight right. that by, you know, I don't want to get into the science of it, but, um, you know, your, your body, you are in control of what's happening to your body, regardless of genetics. And I right. believe God designed that it that way right. so that we have the ability to mm-hmm. make choices. Right. Right. Well, one thing real quick too, is that disease is in the body years, decades before it shows itself. And I think uh, I see a lot of times with really young, the 20 something, a little bit of 30 something age where you know, they're drinking the pop and doing a lot of the things and they think they've got the years. But the problem is, is they are, you know, really feeding this sickness and then they get to 40, 50 and 60 and then there it is. Yeah. So it's something for all ages. It, it, it truly, truly is. And um, so, so keep spreading the message. If you're listening to this and you relate to any of it, share it. Um, reach out and connect with Maggie. And I just want to say thank you for, uh, again, thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for coming on to the podcast today and sharing it with with our community. And uh, I'm just, I'm just proud to know you. Thank you. My pleasure too. Have a great day. Thanks. Bye. If you've been hanging around here at all, you have been hearing this message about health and wellness for a really long time. (laughs) Time to get on board. Oh, I love chatting with other women that are as passionate about health and wellness as I am. And that was just a, just a riveting conversation. And within the membership, we have something called eating with intention. It's uh, 30 minutes once a month. And I share everything that I have learned over the years about health and nutrition and food and really how to steward your body. Well, it's uh, something I'm so passionate about. It's why we have faith and fitness, Jesus at the mat, and who knows what else we'll add in the future to the inside the Girl Power Alliance membership. Um, Just a ton of resources that we are excited to provide to you as a member to help you continue on your journey of growth in as many areas as we possibly can, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, financially, and of course your business acumen. And uh, we're just proud of it. Bringing it all together in one place with just some remarkable, amazing women who love to share their stories, who love to share their skills, talents, and gifts um, with you every month. And I I will tell you that um, we we are called to grow. We are called to grow. We are not called to stay sedentary in any area of our lives that I mean physically, (laughs) literally, uh, emotionally, and in all ways. So if you have not joined us yet, it's time. Head over to girlpoweralliance.com. Join us in the membership Head over to Facebook and join our private page, GPA Inner Circle. If you have not done so, uh, do it today. We will gladly welcome you into our uh, family of other sisters working to become the best version of themselves that they can be. And remember at Girl Power Alliance, this is where women grow. 